Hello, fellow Christmas lovers and enthusiasts. My name is Charlie, and you are listening to Closer to Christmas. And on this episode of the podcast, we are going to be covering another Funko Games card game. It's called Peppermint Lane, Something Wild. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite hot beverage, your coffee, hot chocolate, any beverage of choice. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, before I get into the game and the episode this week, I would just want to thank you for tuning in to the podcast again. And when I listened to the last episode, there was a couple of spaces where there was dead air. That was my fault. I had a little issue with the audio recording when I was editing some stuff out. I left the spaces in there on accident. So I will do my best to catch that in the future. But if something like that, uh, you know, pops up on the final episode, I do apologize in advance. Uh, just something I forgot on the last episode. But this is the second episode of Closer to Christmas podcast. And again, we're going to be covering a Funko Games card game. I had another chance to play this game this weekend. And I'll give you my thoughts on this, the textures of the cards, all that kind of stuff in the episode. But before I start on this episode, I have an update from something on the last episode. Update. So if you recall on my last episode where I covered the Funko Games Chip and Dale Christmas Adventures, I tweeted a message to Funko Games because my wife and I ended in a tie and there was nothing in the rules about a tiebreaker. So my message to them was, I need some help with instructions for this game. My wife and I were playing Chip and Dale Christmas Adventures card game and we both ended up with the same points at the end of the game. There is nothing in the rules about a tie. What do we do? Help save my marriage, Funko Games. And Funko Games was pretty quick to reply. They replied the next day and their reply might be a surprise. All it said was, why can't you both be winners? Probably the best way to save a marriage. Haha. <laughs> and then a little heart emoji. So yeah, um, Funko Games answer to the tiebreaker in the Chippendale Christmas Adventures is you're both just winners. And it also saved my marriage. So thank you, Funko Games. And now we're going to get on with the review for this episode. I just wanted to give you that update because I thought it was funny and I said I would do it if they replied to me and they did. So on with the show. So again, before I go into my review on this, I am not sponsored by Funko Games. This is just the game that I happen to pick for this episode. I will be doing quite a few other games. Most of them are Funko Games just because they have a big selection of Christmas games. But again, not sponsored in any way. I just wanted to bring that up before the review so there's no confusion on that. So the Peppermint Lane Something Wild game I picked up on Amazon. I picked it up for $5.40. Currently, while I'm recording this, it's down to $5.24. So it's a little cheaper than it was when I bought it. Another $5 game, so it's worth a shot to have a little fun with the family and add another card game to my arsenal. So I'm going to read the back of the box. The back of the box says ages 6 and up, 2 to 4 players, and it takes 15 minutes. So it says something wild. Match cards to get special powers. Have the pop figure to use your powers, but it's always on the move. And you can combine this with some other something wild games for an even wilder time. So I'll get a little more in depth with that at the end. Yeah, so this is from Funko. So it does come with a little pop figure. So if you're uh, familiar with the pop vinyl figures, they're just cute little figures with uh, usually they have big black eyes on them. But these are all from the Peppermint Lane series of Funko Pops. So it does come with a little mini figure. It's not a full size pop vinyl figure, but it is a cute little Santa Claus one. And then all the characters on the cards are from the Peppermint Lane series of pop vinyls. Also on the back of the box is the contents list, and it says you get 45 character cards, 10 power cards, one pop final figure, and the instructions. I have to admit, though, when I read these instructions on this, I was confused. The instructions were a little bit unclear to me. I even passed them off to my wife. She couldn't figure it out either. So we ultimately ended up watching a video on YouTube that shows you how to play something wild. There was just something about the instruction card that didn't really tell you how you're scoring. It didn't really explain too much what you 
are supposed to do to finish up your turn. So I did watch a YouTube video and it did explain it a lot better. So after I watched a video, I was able to jump right in and play the card game. And I'm going to go on with the instructions that it came with. I'm not going to read them verbatim. Just like I said, it is a little confusing, but it just says basically how to win is you got to score a power card by making a set or a run. The first player to score three powers wins. So you're ultimately trying to get three cards in your arsenal from the, um, what are they called, the power cards. And then once you get three of them, you win. There are different types. And like I said, this is the Peppermint Lane one. So there's, it's just chock full of Christmas characters. It's really cute. So you have three ways of, or two different ways of scoring. You can get a set or a run. And a set is when you have three numbers that are the same. They could be any color. So if you have a red seven, a red, or a red seven, a blue seven, and a purple seven, that's a set. And then what they consider a run is three cards that are in sequential order, but they all have to be the same color. So if you have a yellow two, yellow three, yellow four, that would be considered a set. You couldn't have a yellow two, a red three, and a yellow four. That wouldn't matter because it all has to be the same color if you're going for a run. But a set is all the same number, any color. So the setup of the game is fairly easy. You're going to take your 10 power cards and you're going to set them aside. They're different because on the backs of them, they, these ones actually have a Santa Claus face on the back and it says Peppermint Lane. So you're going to shuffle those and set them in a pile. Then you're going to shuffle the cards that are left and you're going to deal three cards to each player. Then you're going to set the rest of the cards in a pile in the center of the table and you're going to set the Santa Claus pop figure right next to your stack of the power-up cards. So before your first turn, you're going to flip the top power card over, keep your Santa Claus next to it. All players are going to have three cards in your hands and according to these instructions, uh, the player that is the youngest goes first. So they didn't throw any cute little Christmassy things out there. They just want the youngest player to go first. So on your turn, you're going to do a couple different things. So on your turn, you're going to take a card from the deck and put it in your hand. So now you're going to have a total of four cards, and then you're going to play one of your cards from your hands face up in front of you. So you have all, all your cards in your hands, and in front of you, you're going to just play any of your cards that you're going to try to build a set or a run, and you're only allowed a maximum of five cards down there. So just say, for example, in your hand, you have two fours, I don't know, a five and an eight. So maybe you're thinking, okay, I'm going to go for a set of the four. So you're going to set a four down on the table. And since it's your first turn, you don't have anything else you could do. Your turn's over and then it'll be the next player's turn. But if you were to put down a card in play, so any card in play is this, any of the five cards that you're going to be placing in front of you. If you happen to place down a card in play, that's the same color as the power card. You can use that power that's in there because you're going to get that Santa figure. So that little pop figure is actually going to travel from player to player. So for example, if there's a purple power card down on the table and I play a purple four, I get to keep that Santa with me until it gets taken. And then I can perform that power card, but I'm not allowed to do anything else with that power card. As long as the person has the Santa, they could use whatever power card is flipped up on the power card pile. Now, if I complete a set or a run, I actually take my cards, put them in the discard and I'll keep that power card. Once I keep that power card, it's only mine to use. Nobody else could use it but then I'll flip over the top card in the power card pile. And then anybody that has a Santa could use that one. Or if I have the Santa in my possession and I already own one or two power cards, I could use any of the ones in my stack or the one in the center of the table, but you could only use one power card per turn. Again, this is probably going to sound extremely confusing and it is. That's why I ended up watching a video and I don't want to go, you know, too much into the, how you play on here because it, with it being an audio podcast, obviously it's definitely hard to understand. So I'm just going to show you basically Every time you get a set or a run, you get a power card that's that's face up on the table and you get to keep that. And then after you do that three different times, the first person with three power cards wins. But like I said, the Santa Claus figure does jump from person to person. So if I don't have the Santa, I can't use one of my power cards. 
But if uh, another player has a Santa, they can't use any of the power cards that are in my collection. And they could only use either any of the power cards that they have or the one that's face up in the center of the table. But again, only one per turn. And then I mentioned about only having five cards in play. So if you have five cards in play in front of you on your turn, when it's your turn to end and you have to play a card, you have to put a card down in play, you have to discard one of them. You can only have a maximum of five cards in play. So if you're building up, I'll go back to that example I said before, if I have two fours. So if I'm trying to build up that three fours in a row, and then all of a sudden I have five cards down on the table, I have to pick which one to discard. So I kind of have to look around and, and figure out which one I'm going to give up on. So if I was trying to build my four collection over there, but then I was also building up maybe like a, a five, six, seven, uh, maybe I want to get rid of the seven or something. I could just take that out and discard it. Or if I have a card in my hand, the card that I play, if I want to discard it, I could just discard that one immediately. But you're only allowed the maximum of five cards in the front. But once you're scoring and you start getting matches and runs, that eliminates three cards right out of your in-play cards right, right away. So you'll have more room in there as you're building up points. I'll explain a little bit about the power cards here. Those are the 10 cards that are in this set that I, I said on the back of them has a picture of the Santa Claus pop and it says Peppermint Lane. Each power symbol has, or each power card has a different symbol on the back and they allow you to do different things. So if you see a power-up card that has, uh, it looks like a couple of rainbows and a bow on it, it says you could draw two cards and then give a card in your hand to another player. Then you'll see one that has rainbow colors and a question marks and a swap symbol. So if you have that power, it's swap one of your cards in play with another player's card of the same color. So if I had a four in play that was a yellow, and I see that they had maybe a nine that was yellow in theirs, and I needed that nine, I could give them the four and take their nine. Then there's some other cool ones. There's like a one that has three red cards and three green cards, and then it shows like a trophy symbol. If you have that card, you could use any three red cards that are in play or any three green cards to score a point. So they don't have to be a run or they don't have to be a set. So just say I had a red, five, seven, and a nine, and I had that power card, I could use that power card and that would just score me a point right away. So that's a pretty good one to have. There's another one that shows three green cards and then it equals a rainbow colored card. So that means you could treat green cards in play as any color. So you're going to utilize the number of that, but you could use it as any color. Then you'll have a blank gray one and a trophy. It says get two of your cards in play to another player. You may score with any three cards. So that's another really good one to have. There's five other ones too. I'm not going to explain them on here because I don't want to go on too much about it. But yeah, there are another five power cards. So there's a total of 10 power cards and they all mean different things. So if you're playing with different sets of something wild, though, those will have different symbols on the back. So you're going to want to always keep this instruction card handy because it takes a little bit of learning curve here to understand what each one does because it doesn't explain it on the cards itself, only in the instruction manual. So one of the really cool things about the Something Wild series of Funko games is you can combine multiple sets. So they have a Something Wild for everything. There's a Nightmare Before Christmas one, which I think I'm going to purchase for that in the, uh, purchase that in the future because I'm a huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan. I actually have tattoos on my arms from Nightmare Before Christmas. So I'm a huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan. So that one will get added to my collection. Um, there's a Mickey Mouse one. I saw a Toy Story one, a Maleficent one. So there's really one, a set to go with everything. But I picked this one up just because it was Christmas themed and each one does come with its own figure. The, the really cool thing is you can combine multiple Something Wild games while you're playing. And the way you're going to do that is combine two or more Something Wild games to play with more figures and powers. When combining games, you'll have one power pile for each figure, but then you're going to shuffle all the character cards together to form one deck. So I think that's going to be pretty cool if I do get a few other ones. I mean, it's going to add mayhem to it, but it's really neat because if you happen to pull the Jack Skellington pop vinyl figure, you could use that, but you, then someone could also have the Santa one. So you can have different piles of power-up cards. And I think that's a really cool feature to add to the game. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about the contents of the 
of the game and how the cards feel and my thoughts on them. So you're going to get a little pop figure with it. It looks to be about maybe like a two inch pop figure. It's very detailed. It's just basically your same detailing as you would get in a normal pop vinyl figure. It's cute. It comes with a little stand and he gets moved around from player to player. So that's a cool little feature to come with the game. And I do enjoy that. The cards are not as thick as the cards that were in the Chippendale Christmas Adventures card game. It's still a nice feeling card. They have a nice smooth texture to them, but it is a little bit thinner. It's kind of like your standard issue card that you would get if you were to buy like an uno card game at the store it kind of feels like that so they're not as thick but they're not really flimsy i've i've picked up some games before where the cards are very paper-like and really cheap cardboard but these have these have a nice touch to them they they will get bent after time as a matter of fact while i'm looking through the card deck here one or two cards the corners are pretty chewed up on them already i think that's probably from us trying to pick them up you know, you got to dig your nail under it a little bit sometimes if you're playing on a smooth countertop, and I think that's what we ended up doing. But yeah, the, the cards could be a little bit thicker in my opinion, but overall they're not too bad. Now as far as the characters go that are on the cards, there's a huge selection of characters. There's nine different characters on the cards. They're all from the Peppermint Lane Funko Pop series, so if you want to look up the Peppermint Lane Funko Pops, you'll be able to see what these guys actually look like. And I'm also going to post a picture of them all up over on my Instagram, which is just at closer to Xmas Pod. As far as the characters go, there is Harriet Camber. Camber? I guess. I don't know. It's a little reindeer looking character dressed in uh, like flight looking outfit. It's pretty cute. You have a Frosty Franklin, which is a mailman uh, snowman holding a candy cane in his bag and some letters. That's a really cute one. You have Tusky Ledger, which is a walrus holding school books. Um, looks to be like a like a visor on its head with some holly berries on it. So it looks like, a, I don't know, someone that would deal some uh, cards in a poker game, something like that. Then you have Mayor Patty Noble, and she looks to be a Christmas tree. That is really fancy here. She has two stumps for legs. Then we have a really cute one. His name is Harry Chitwood, and he is the PLPD. So I would assume that's the Peppermint Lane Police Department. He's standing there with a stop sign, like a crossing guard sign. He has his little hat on, and he's holding a coffee. I enjoy him. He's pretty cute. Then you have Randy the Elf. He's just your short little stubby elf guy. He's holding a toolbox and a hammer. And then the final three, you have Alice Cranberry. She looks to be working at a diner. She has a piece of holly in her hair. She's holding a peppermint milkshake, it looks like, with a cookie, and she's in a diner's outfit. And then finally, you have Mrs. Claus and Santa Claus. Mrs. Claus is standing there with a tray of gingerbread cookies, and Santa Claus is standing there holding two presents. So those are all the characters that are on the cards. And um, I forgot to mention before, some of the cards have a outline of the pop vinyl figure. If you do put one of those cards in play, that's how you acquire the Santa Claus as well. So it's that way and by placing a card down that's the same color as the card that's the power card that's face up. So my overall thoughts on Peppermint Lane Something Wild is I'm glad that it's a game that I added to my arsenal. The instructions were a little bit unclear as I mentioned before but once I watched a YouTube video and picked it up I really enjoyed the game and I think I'm really going to enjoy adding another set to it and seeing how that game plays. It is a game that I only played with my wife this time around so we only played it two player so I'm just curious how it would be with three or more players. So I'm going to give that a try with the family and see how that goes. But overall, I'm glad I picked up Peppermint Lane, something wild. So like I did in the last episode, since this is an item that I got off of Amazon, I'm going to look at the customer reviews here. The thing with the reviews on this on Amazon is it kind of is a mix between all of the different something wild games. So it's not specifically for Peppermint Lane, but it's for the variety that they have since you could buy it and you just select the one that you want. So it has a 4.7 out of 5 stars out of 6,560 ratings, and most of the reviews are very positive. Uh, I'm just going to read some of the titles here. We have Something Fun, So Much Fun, um, Fun Card Game for Kids, Lots of Fun, Simple Family Fun, Fun Game. 
I haven't seen any of the reviews that say that the instructions are too hard, except for one where it just said it was a two-star review and it said confusing. We cannot work out how to play the game. So that's kind of how I felt. So if you do have something wild and you are still not sure how to play it, I would recommend just looking on YouTube and watching a video. I might actually put something up on my YouTube channel a little bit later. I could link that in the description of this podcast once I get something recorded and put up there because I don't have a, an official YouTube name to tell you to look up yet since I don't have anybody following me on there yet. It is all just being set up right now. So for now, that is my review and some of the Amazon reviews on Peppermint Lane Something Wild. If you do have this game and you've played it, or if you have some of the other versions, why don't you go ahead and send me an email or a message over on Instagram. You could also email the show that is closer to christmaspod at gmail.com if you want to send me your thoughts on the game over there and thoughts on any other games that you have and maybe you want me to check out and review as well and with that my review is complete i just want to thank everybody for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast if you'd like to get a hold of me on instagram it is closer to xmas c-l-o-s-e-r-t-o-x-m-a-s over on Instagram. Again, you could email the show closer to christmaspod at gmail.com and wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're able to leave a rating and a review, I would really appreciate it. I know that's uh, something that helps people find the shows a little bit easier once we get some ratings and reviews out there. So if you have the ability to do that, please do so. I would appreciate it. Thank you all again for listening. And the next time you hear my voice and this podcast, we're all going to be a little bit closer to Christmas. Music for this episode was written and recorded by Kevin Ague. Links to his music can be found on the show notes of this episode. I would like to thank him for allowing me to use his music throughout the episode. <laughs>